listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Well, probably one of my fondest memories in middle school was seventh grade. And that's the first time, at least where I went to school, you took earth science. And I thought earth science, I just got through taking science in sixth grade, which I thought was incredibly boring. And, but I thought, okay, earth science, how, how much different can that be? And I was mesmerized by the first time I was in, saw in a textbook, a cumulonimbus cloud. <laughs> I thought, what is up with that? I got to know more about that. And that's where my love of the weather started in seventh grade. And I, I, I just love talking about the weather. I'm not a meteorologist. Uh, maybe one day I will be, but I'm not right now. But because I love weather so much, we are so glad and we're so it's just so awesome to have our guest today jen myers with hey. us welcome jen oh thank you so much now jen is a meteorologist yes <laughs> so i'm a little jealous but that's okay uh i'll, I'll get there one day <laughs> and jen welcome to the show thank you so much for having me well you know you've had a uh a, to me you've had a fascinating journey to get to where you are now um so Long we'll kind journey. of <laughs> <laughs> yes i saw that we're gonna talk about that the um, so obviously you're here now in Dallas mm-hmm. and work for Encore Electric and you know I saw your title and boy you're going to go slow so what's your full title with Encore? My full title is Communication Support Coordinator, but that kind of just tries to fully encompass a lot of different things that I get to do at Encore. Okay, because I want to say the meteorologist is in there somewhere. It right? is. <laughs> I it, you can add meteorologists onto that. Okay. Um, we're actually waiting to debut kind of something that's new in the mix here in Ooh. the next two months. That definitely that title will be bumped up um, to more priority. So that's definitely a stay tuned tease well, on I'm, that one. I'm real big on getting my guest titles right. You know? Oh, which <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly, <laughs> you know, when you earn a title, I'm a big fan of saying, you know, uh, Doctor Blankety right. Blank. You know, right. um, no. I, in the moment I earned that title, I was I was making everyone for the first six months just refer to me that way. Well, meteorologist Jennifer Myers, what would you like for breakfast? You know, it was it took a long time to get to well, that point. Your Boy, face was that, I milking it? Your face that page does say that. <laughs> it Me, does. Meteorologist again. I'm jealous. My face does not say that, but that's okay because it shouldn't say that. But it's something to strive towards. Yes. You know, it's when especially like I think you're like me, where it's just your passion. It is, yeah. and like I said, my passion with the weather started in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Mr. Combs, if you're listening. Thank you. He is on Facebook. I know that. Is he? Yes. Uh, he's a great teacher of mine. So you, like I said, you've had a, uh, to me, I would even say an incredible journey. I may be a little biased because it's all weather related, but uh, so you're from Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Columbus. Yeah. Okay. And what, uh, you know, I own my own small business insurance agency and one of the carriers we write with is Nationwide. Mm. And so you, I, I don't know if you're familiar, that's where their headquarters are. Nationwide it's, Insurance? Yeah. In my father's worked for them for more than 40 years. Oh my goodness. Yeah. His retired? entire career has been in Columbus, oh Ohio as a Nationwide Insurance person. He was an underwriter. He was, uh, he manages a couple of commercial insurance, I think. Oh, if my father's yeah. listening, he's gonna be like, that's not what I do. Uh, but for states like Connecticut, Maryland, Virginia, he's yeah, out there region. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, is he still with him? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. I don't know when his, plans What's his are. Name? his name is Tony Myers. Um, sounds familiar. if you, if you look him up, he's, <laughs> okay. he's, Hi, Dad. He's doing great at Nation. Well, he's got to be in my email database. Oh, I'm like... sure he is. I'm sure he is. He's a really hard worker. That's, I he's did a... not know that. Awesome. Well, I saw when I was reading your bio. I saw that you were born in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's being a nationwide agent. That's the first thing I think. And you of. always think of that building with the half moon yes, yes. on the top. Yeah. No. And then the Nationwide Arena. Yes. Yeah, that's y'all pretty much own Columbus. I think. Well, you know, we try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say real quickly. I when I first joined Nationwide in 2011. 
uh, you know, they sent us up there for training and mm-hmm. all that. And I have to say Columbus in January is not a lot of fun. And that's the thing is growing <laughs> up in Columbus, you, you have a real love for the weather until December, January, February, when the same snow has been on the ground for three months and you start to question whether or not you want to go outside ever again, Yes, which and is one of the reasons why I moved to the South. You just, I don't blame you because my, my boss at the time, he's a big golfer and I, I would say I'm a big golfer. I'm not very good, but mm-hmm. I do like to play. And, and he, he came down here to be the regional guy here he goes, this is great. You can play golf here all day, all year long. And I said, well, how often can you play golf in Columbus? <laughs> well, after St. Patrick's Day <laughs> and then till Halloween and that's it. Maybe that's if it. you're lucky. If you know. you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm like, oh my goodness. That's, but well, don't so, you love the South? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I'm a native Texan, so I, I love it here. Mm-hmm. Now, Norman, Oklahoma mm-hmm. is not that close to Columbus, Ohio. It's not. So how um, did you end up in Norman? So I've loved, like you, I've loved weather since I was little. Um, I used to, I always tell the story. I used to steal the bathroom pass when there were storms. Um, we, I went to a kind of a parochial school with these huge windows in the chapel and I would steal a bathroom pass during storms and I would go up and I'd put my hand on the window and feel the thunder move the, the window like an eardrum. Um, and just since even elementary school through middle school and high school, I was always focused on being a meteorologist. There was Nothing else that I wanted to be. I mean, briefly, I wanted to work with Shamu, but whatever. Um, I think that's well, what you heard it's how one that of those phases that everybody has. Like you see SeaWorld and you're like, okay, I want to do that. Right, um, right. Plus, I have a, I'm kind of a water baby. So, now I you love know the that ocean. story didn't end well for one person, right? It did not end well for one person. So, I feel like I chose the right. Yes, the right, I think you did. Um, yeah. So, in high school, I started looking around at colleges and started talking with people and OU was always at the top of the ranks, especially in the late 1990s into the early 2000s. Um, Dusty during, um, if you've seen the movie Twister, Dusty has an oh, yeah. OU hat on. Yes, yes. Um, all my WeatherWise magazines talked about OU. And since I've always had a real passion for severe weather, because each each school has their own flavors. So Penn State does snow and forecasting. OU Mm. does uh, severe weather. Colorado State does algorithms and uh, the kind of stuff that goes in behind uh, some of the radar dishes. you haven't mentioned my alma mater. Uh, A&M? Yes. (laughs) A&M, which is also a fantastic (laughs) school here in Texas. And it's really, you know, some of the really great Texas meteorologists came out of A&M too. It's a great school. That's the reason I went there initially. Uh, It didn't work out. My lovely wife, she has a mathematics degree uh-huh. uh, from Texas Tech, and I always jokingly say that if, if I somehow had her math brain, I might have been on TV someday. And that's the uh, thing. like Math <laughs> is tough. so intertwined. In <laughs> fact, you only need one more class from mathematics to get a mathematics minor when you're doing meteorology, so everyone just ends up with a I was going to say, I minor. think that's your minor, right? Yeah, it was yeah. one of my minors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was trying and to collect them all. <laughs> communications being the other one. Um, think, right? Journalism, mass communications, or- and then I did a minor studies in business as well. So you had a great time at OU, you got your degree. Where did you go from there? So from my degree, I started to apply to places to be on television. So at the end of college, for the last three years, I was doing an internship. OU has a fantastic program um, where they have a live news, student news produced program uh, every day at 4.30, Monday through Friday. Um, And I did it as just kind of like a, a favor to a friend. And then I was like, no, wait, this is... 
this is where it's at because I'm not necessarily the top of the class when it comes to mathematics. I was in remedial math in high school. Um, in fact, one of my math teachers told me that I'd never be a meteorologist because I was so bad at math. Oh, the good old fashioned, you will never. Yeah. And I, I went back later to kind of try to rub it in his face and <laughs> he wasn't there the day that I, yes. I actually went back to my high school to speak yeah. and I wanted to rub it in his face, but he was sick that day. Well, I'm sure he saw you on TV. Probably. Oh, I hope, I hope he has those moments where he's like, I wonder hmm. if I did the right thing. And you did, but you, you know, a yeah. little gentler next time. <laughs> uh, so it was just one of those things where, um, you, I might not be at the top when it comes to math, but when it comes to communicating, I feel like that's where I'm able to, to really shine. Um, I'm not the best at a lot of things, but I feel like when it comes to communicating with people that that might be my area where I'm able to. Well, a wise man um, once told me that you can basically be Einstein as far as intelligence, but if you can't communicate it to anybody, you might as well know nothing. And I think that's one of actually the weaknesses of the scientific community is we're not able to relate to people and, and, and give analogies so that people understand what we're talking about. And analogies are one of my favorite things to do because I like to take something really complicated that's so cool and so entertaining and informative and be able to tell people who maybe not would be interested in that kind of thing yeah. and relate it to them in a way that suddenly makes them think, well, wait, that's awesome. Why am I, why am I not learning about that? So that's kind of my goal. Yeah. And I'm assuming with your TV career, you were able to communicate in, in with that medium Yeah. as far as, and I'm, I'm assuming that's why you got into mm-hmm. that. Cause you, I, be, I believe you said that when you got out of college, you were applying for. Yeah, I was. And I, and anyone who's done TV, you, I sent out so many, and this is, this was the format back then, DVDs. I sent out so many DVDs. I had, I had one of those stacks. Remember those stacks that would come on that donut holder? Yes. Where it'd be yes. like 45 and they would have that crunchy plastic sound yeah. when you put them on. I mean, I was just, you know, <laughs> ultimate Frisbee flinging these things into, into these packages and sending them all over the country. I actually sent one to WFAA right out of college oh, and got okay. a response from, um, I can't remember which of their meteorologists. But what, he was, what year was it? It was 2010 when I graduated. Uh, Pete Delkis? Um, no, 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 not oh. Pete. Oh, yes, it was Pete Delkis. He was the head He guy sent there, me yeah. the most lovely note, and it was like, hey, you know, you're not ready, but work on it and come <laughs> back. But that's 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 a really pretty industry standard thing to say when right. you see somebody. So it was kind of that moment where I was like, I will come back. Yes. <laughs> I will come back. I will be right back, Pete Delkis, to right. just wait. Um, so it was kind of nice to come back to to Texas. And I've still never spoken to him directly, but I wanted to kind of... He's kinda, not that far away. <laughs> he's not that far away. In fact, he was a block away well, um, for six years. Because you went to El Paso? I did for two years. two years. That was... that was I, Not ooh. a lot of severe weather out there. <laughs> that was... that was. I, I view that time in my life as kind of prison. Not, <laughs> not because El Paso isn't a wonderful place filled with, honestly, some of the most amazing people. And the food, the tacos there, it ruins you for tacos for the rest of your life because the tacos <laughs> there are just so epic and amazing. Well, you would, I, I have to admit, I'm not terribly surprised to hear that. Yeah, you, you but would, <laughs> they get 10 inches of rain a year, and I'm a convective right. meteor- meteorologist. My yeah. specialty is rain, thunderstorms, right. and they only have a wet season for three months. So that, that nine-month period where it doesn't rain, like I was slowly watching my soul drain out of my body. <laughs> and it was one of those times where you really realize, you know, that this is what I love and this is what I want, but I got to get out of here. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out how she got out of there (laughs) right after this break. We're going to let our great sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back with Jen Myers. 
dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M-A-R-T-E-N team.com to view listings at your fingertips right now. Or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. You need a vacation, a beautiful beach, first-class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214-432-2909. That's 214-432-2909. LCSTravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. All right, we're back with Jen Myers. We're having such a great conversation, and you know we both like the weather, so mm-hmm. we could probably talk all day, but uh, <laughs> we don't have that kind of time, unfortunately. Truth. So you're in El Paso, yeah. and you, as, as if you, anybody's Googled you, you know that and seen you on TV, you've been here at Fox 4, or were at Fox 4. How did you uh, get that years. job? So um, I was in El Paso, and I had been sending out, once again, that second round of DVDs. Um, and I, I got a message from Dan Henry from Fox 4 while I was in the bathtub, uh, oddly <laughs> enough. Uh, he'd seen my reel on YouTube, and he said, you know, hey, we're looking for a new member. We'd like to have you come out. And I was screaming and there was water everywhere and, uh, no hair dryers fell in or anything. No, 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 no. The very careful. Uh, no, but I flew out a few days after fell in love with Fox and then that led me here. And I believe you started in 2012. 2012 is when I right. um, started. Yeah. And I, I, like a lot of people, I'm sure saw you on TV. Uh, <laughs> thought you did a great job. Thank you. And I know you mostly did weekends. I think weekends uh, was the Jen and Jenny show. That was our, that's baby. right. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I will say real quick, I've always wanted to ask this, especially for, from a TV meteorologist. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that before that you hadn't met Pete, but is there like a, just a little rivalry between the TV meteorologist when you're on there, like, you know, Pete at Channel 8? And, I mean, you know, y'all, y'all don't get together and play softball or anything. We right? don't. Okay. But there's some, there's t- there are times that we've done lunch with some of the area places I've met, Colleen Coyle, who is the sweetest person you could imagine. She, sure seems she that way. honestly, she's one of those people that you meet and you're not like you are exactly the same person that you yeah. are on television. Um, she's just so sweet and so beautiful and so intelligent. Right. Um, she's fantastic. That's good. I, I figured that there was some connection. But, I mean, there. online we have little little we just do little snips at each other, sure. throw a little bit of shade. Yeah, there yeah. you go. But it's it's more competition and. Let's see who can be the best. You know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, and we also, my mom and dad told me I always try to be the best. So <laughs> That's true. Well, you, you know, you were at Fox 4 for, gosh. Six many, years. Six years. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it mm-hmm. seemed like forever. Uh, but you left there, of course. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you meet, if you had read media reports, you, you know, you were very vocal about I was very why vocal. You so why don't you go into that a little bit? So um, Fox on my, the way the contracts work, two years before I left, I signed my last contract and I, I went in and talked to management and said, and told them that I was struggling wearing the wig. Um, I wore a wig on air. Um, it, the management there preferred straight hair. And that that to me was hard because I'm Irish. I'm proud of who I am. My my whole family looks like a Carrot Talk convention. You know, curly <laughs> hair is kind of who my family is. And it 
it felt disingenuous to continue to wear the wig. And then at the end, it didn't just get disingenuous. It got to the point where I was depressed. There was like an identity issue um, to the point where I didn't want to see myself on camera. Um, So I went in and I I talked to the manager and I was like, hey, I I can't do this anymore. I can't. And she said that if I wanted to continue working there, then I would continue working the wig. And so I, that was my last contract. And at the, I spent a year and a half looking for, um, a better fit, um, talked with a lot of great companies yeah. who were very, very kind. Um, and then finally found the right fit with Encore and Encore was so excited. I remember asking in the interview, would it be a problem if I wore my hair curly? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we love your hair. It's so different. And right. I, and I went after, after the interview, I went home and I just cried. I was so happy. Yeah. It was cool to have someone say, you're, you're good at what you do and we love the way that you look and it's not a problem. You can still do what you love the way that you are. You know, I think a lot of us in, in our own experiences, I know I could share stories about that with me personally, but mm-hmm. you know, you do run across that all the time. You know, people yeah. say, Hey, you're great, but, <laughs> but, and, but yeah. could you just change this one thing that right. makes you so you? And uh, one of my great teachers at Garland High School, where I went to high school, he told me what, what really happens when you say, but, you know, yeah. when you, when you give a compliment, let's say it's a compliment yeah. and then you say, but this, this, and this, you've canceled out you negate it. everything you said before that. Yeah. And I think so many people don't realize mm-hmm. that. And, and really when you think about it and you just told a, a, a perfect story about how that is very hurtful. Very. People, they just, they take the butt and mm-hmm. they don't even think about it. It's like, well, forget what I said there. I, I, I focus on the second part. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's a, a YouTube video of you. I think you showed this one time where you put it on the wig. Yeah. And I think I know why you probably did that to yeah. kind of get an idea. And like you said, it's not you. It's not me, and, but I wanted people to see that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. people to see but I also wanted to talk about it, even though I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Right. Like they gave me all these responses that I could say to people when right. I talked about the wig. Yeah. I, I was allowed to say that it wasn't my choice was the answer that I was prescribed. Right. Um, but I wanted I wanted to show people that even though I was doing something to do what I loved, that I was still me. Um, but there's so much change happening. You've got people like Demetria Oblior who doesn't look like the straight-haired, super rail-thin. Right. She's herself, and she's genuine, and she's intelligent and beautiful and all these things, and she's changing the game, and she's not the only one. There are women all over the country in television news who are starting to say, I don't look like the cookie cutter, but that's okay, and right. that's amazing. Because well, like you said, all these ladies you described have, in my opinion, have very immense talent. Right, and, and just they're strong. Just showcase These that. Yeah. Immensely strong women that you you just you're in the same room with them and you feel their energy just coming mm-hmm. off of them in waves. You see them on television changing the world and like I wanted to be one of them, but I couldn't do it where I was. No, and I, I admire you for that because think about it. You know, you, we talked about this before. You were at OU, you worked your butt off, you mm-hmm. got your meteorology degree. Uh, you went to El Paso. Hey, you know what? It's your first job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll take it. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, but you, you know, I, I'm not saying Dallas was your dream job, but I mean, oh, it was it's, though. It's, it yeah, was. That's big, where I always wanted to market. end up. Yeah. And so you're there. You got your dream mm-hmm. job. But we just mm-hmm. need you to do this one thing, right? To make it, you just and then it, it, the way and we and want for you. all intents and purposes that yeah. that dream is shattered. Yeah. Because of something that's so I don't have any hair, so I can't talk. <laughs> I mean, but. The, I, to me, superficial. It's superficial. I mean, it's, it's superficial, it has to do with but your talent. Yeah. but it's the world's changing, right. and the world's the world's coming into the, its own. Where it's saying, 
women are worthy, women are different, and we come in all shapes and sizes and yeah. flavors, and we don't have to be the same. Right. And we shouldn't be because that's that's what kind of it takes away our power. Right. And I, I kind of wanted to take your story and, and apply it to the small businesses that we work mm-hmm. with. You know, I'm a small business owner myself. And Fantastic. there's a lot of obstacles, if you will. They're different things, but there's a lot of obstacles that we get thrown at. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, most people don't realize that the majority of America is made up of small business. That's mm-hmm. what drives our economy. But even as a small business owner, there are things at times where people say, no, you can't. Your your professor yeah. said, you won't you can't be do this. You can't do that, <laughs> you know. And you're, that's why I wanted to have you on because you, you're living the fact that, hey, you know what? I have been told mm-hmm. that I can't do something. I did it. I have been told that I'm not good enough, but, but I, I overcame that, mm-hmm. you know. And so you, you've, you've got this great journey to where, hey, you know, you're going to have obstacles, but you can make the best of them and be better for it. And I think that that's kind of the whole, if someone were to sum up my life, it's there are going to be so many people telling you, you can't do this, or you should do this our way. And you can't, you can't live your life that way. I think there are some concessions to be made in some areas to, to learn and to grow. But I think at your core, you have to remain who you are. You have to represent your product the way you feel is the best way. And you have to fight for it. You have to fight tooth and nail and blood and sweat and tears until you end up in a place where you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, that's the person. That's the person I am. That's the person that I want to be. Right. You know, and and you're the guest. I'm not going to go into my history, but I've had similar obstacles where I had a career change and it wasn't necessarily my choice. And in a way, that wasn't your choice. I'm sure you'd like doing what you did there. But someone said, hey, if you don't do it this way, then you can't Mm -hmm. do it. And then, okay. And then, at least in my case, I was devastated. Yeah. And, but, you know, put my faith in God and said, hey, okay, do you have a different path for me? And with that, it's opened up other opportunities for you. And I did want to talk about, you know, like I said, you have a great job with Encore. And I have. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) You know, we talked about uh, Charlie Elk and Barry Young. We both know them. They're fantastic. Charlie lives in Saxony, where I live. Uh, you know, very involved. I'm on the city council in Sac, so he's very involved in, mm-hmm. in, in uh, our city. But you have a lot of passions other than the weather. I did want to briefly talk about your your great relationship you have with Operation Kindness. Yeah. Uh, because I just think <laughs> when you were on TV, you know, you had the segments that you did. And oh, you, I love you could just, you could, your, your passion for animals was oozing out on the screen. So real briefly, just talk to us about your, your relationship with Operation Kindness. Um, first, that actually came, my love for dogs came from that same area where someone says, you can't. Like, my entire childhood was, you can't have a dog, you can't have a pet. So my love for pets came from 18 years of, please let me pet your dog. <laughs> well, who told you you can't have a pet? My, my sister is allergic to her own dander, oh. bless her heart. I love her to pieces, <laughs> but she sneezes if there's a dog two gotcha. states over. Okay. So my parents were trying to keep her... Um, her healthy, which I respect. Um, but that 18 years of buildup of loving animals and not being able to have one like spilled over into this now being on TV and having someone hand you a dog that you could end up having a lifetime of memories with somewhere in Texas. You know, someone sees that dog and says, that's my dog. Um, I mean, how cool is that? I get to pet a dog while getting paid while (laughs) being happy at my core. Like how cool. That's, you know, like I said, you could, you could, it really came across on TV. You know, I, I, I will say this, you know, I, I, I have watched other channels. <laughs> Cheating on the, me. Yeah, I, see. I know. Sorry. <laughs> 
they, uh, <laughs> but you know, they, the other the local TV stations here have those type of they segments, do. you know, and I know there's different, or, I, think, I know the SPCA is out there and, and all that. A great organization. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, but you know, I, I will say that it, I, it's probably be a little harsh to say they were going through the motions, but I mean, but it wasn't that way with no, you. No, that was, I mean, that was, was what I looked genuine. forward to every day. <laughs> didn't matter how hard the day was. Didn't matter if there was severe weather. Didn't matter if we had had one of those stories that kind of makes you, your heart drop. Like the end of the day, there was a dog, there was a dog and I got to pet it. Right. <laughs> and of course you, you're, you're a dog owner now. I course. am. So. I have a dog who looks like a larger version of Toto. He's <laughs> 11 years old and his name is Jackson, but we call him Bubba because yes. he looks like Elvis. We, he has this little curled lip, right? Um, but he's lovely. That's, you know, and then I have to ask you, you know, I was, uh, we always research our guests, of course, <laughs> you know, and I, a couple things stood out real quick mm-hmm. and in your bio, you were, at least in the past, you mm-hmm. were a ballroom dance instructor. I was a ballroom dancing instructor. That was also me rebelling because I grew up in Footloose. The parochial <laughs> school that I went to said no dancing. No dancing. So okay. also my rebellion was to immediately go to college and then teach everyone to dance just to, you know, wag my finger and be like, I right. showed you. <laughs> Yeah, I, and obviously we know that you know you're a severe weather person, so yeah. you chase tornadoes, mm-hmm. of course. And uh, I, I've I've done that once when I was at AM part of the Storm Spotter program. That was the best day of my life. Right. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because the day I got married was there. You go. Summer. There you go. Just in but case you're listening. <laughs> uh, you know, April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety. And so, uh, in but did you say you do? Did you do photography with that, or was mm-hmm. that just? Photography with the severe storms, not I, separate or? I, well, I loved photography beforehand. Okay. So it was kind of like a secondary, well, there's a tornado. Let me show everyone. Um, right. Which was kind of a nice way to marry my two passions. I was going to say, there you go. Yeah. And then, you know, lastly, I do know that you talked about this publicly and back in 2015, mm-hmm. uh, you're a cancer survivor. Yeah. Well, and- it, when they, they removed it, they, they said it was cancer initially. And then oh. when we removed it, they said they couldn't find any, which oh, okay. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it still had to come out. There was a giant tumor that had been, uh, made my thyroid look like Swiss cheese. I was going to so say it was on your thyroid, right? It was in my thyroid. Oh, okay. It was literally inside and then expanding. Like oh. the pictures are yeah. medically fascinating because I come from a medical family, but <laughs> right. you know, well, luckily we're doing audio. So <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was very fortunate, but there are a lot of people who aren't and who go through thyroid cancer and it, I at least did the first part where you have to have it removed and it's tough. It's not fun. And so I just kind of want to end and oh, man, I, w- I wish I could talk forever. I mean, <laughs> we, we just barely scratched the surface, but we'll have you back. Oh, um, I would love that. <laughs> uh, and we'll get more into depth things, but I, I just, what's your message to, uh, to people that get told no, what, how, how, how would, how do, how do you encourage them? Hear what they say, hear the word no, internalize it, visualize how much they think you can't do something, and then go show them who you are and go show them that you can. That's awesome. You know, like I said, that that can apply to anybody. Anything. Anybody, anything. And because mm-hmm. I, I think, like we talked about before, we've all been told no. And we've all been told at some point in life, you won't do this or you can't do mm-hmm. that. And and you hit the you hit the nail on the head before. Uh, obviously some people are motivated by that, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's okay to be kind in the beginning mm-hmm. and say, Hey, you know what? Here's some, here's some things you need to work on. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, yeah. you know, the opposite. Now I just want to make sure we have, people can, uh, 
find you? I know you work for Encore, but I know, I, I know you still have a social media presence. And, uh, you know, how can people help support the causes that you like? At Jen Myers Weather. You can also find me at meteorologist Jen Myers on Facebook. Um, we do a lot of cool things on my site. And we have some really cool stuff planned in the next two months. So this is me saying stay tuned. Things, things, we're about to shake stuff up. Right. <laughs> and well, thank you so much for being on the show. Like I said, we will have you back because I, I got through half my notes. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that's a sign of a great guest. Thank so, you. Uh, Jen, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, we hope to have you back soon. Absolutely. Thank you. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seed of the Serve show, please call 972-771-4992 or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seed of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.